This is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, with your host Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and as usual, I'm joined by my mom, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our co-host, Tony Shore. Now, listeners, if you want to get a little bit more information about what we're talking about today, give us a call at 715-355-4445 or visit our website, retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbushka.com. And of course, make sure you check out all the resources that we have on the website. There's lots of stuff out there for you to take a peek at. You can see examples of some of the reports that we run for our clients. You can read about the process that we go through with each individual new client that comes in for a second opinion or uh, just to uh, chat about their current plan and see how things are progressing. So uh, definitely check that out, retirewithbushka.com. And uh, of course, you can also check out some of our previous radio and TV episodes on there also. Um, And finally, you can schedule a complimentary no obligation consultation anytime on the website as well, just by clicking that yellow book now button. And you can book with any of our advisors in any of our locations. So uh, uh, real easy to get on our calendar. Now, there's nothing wrong with dreaming big about your retirement. It is important to remember that um, how you think about retirement is likely to change along with your circumstances and your preferences. Um, However, no matter how your circumstances do change, you're likely to have four unique stages of your retirement. Uh, But before we peel back the onion a bit on those four stages, let's make sure to say hello to everyone here with us today, Uh, Sue and Tony. Tony, how are we doing today? Well, I was great until you mentioned uh, peeling an onion. Now I'm starting to tear up a little bit. <laughs> Don't cry. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm fine. I've been great. You know, it has been a little crazy. Um, just the news. I, right. I, sometimes I can become kind of a news junkie, uh, you know, uh, reading the paper and uh, watching the news. I just think uh, what's going on is crazy and how it's affecting our market. So uh, just an important right. time for people to make sure their finances are in order right? Yeah. You couldn't be more right in that regard, Tony. Yeah. Well, how about you, Sue? How are you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm looking forward to spring. Um, February's behind us now. So right. Finally, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, <laughs> finally. I'm hoping yeah. we're going to see some nice temps coming up here. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, in fact, uh, speaking of high numbers, uh, it's my birthday this week. So, oh, <laughs> uh, actually, happy it was last birthday day. to yeah, you a couple of days ago. So, yeah, yeah. That's, you don't expect uh, it to sing, uh, sing us to sing to you, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> but you know what they say. I'm I'm not too worried about uh, my age because you know what they say about fifty six. It's the new fifty five. Right. So, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got that going for me, which is nice, but. You know, uh, four phases of retirement. I've never heard it broken down into four phases, so I'm interested to see what you have for us today, Sue. 
Well, there was a Kiplinger article entitled The Four Phases of Retirement, and it does a really good job breaking uh, the four phases philosophy down for us. Now, the first phase is, as you probably imagined, the pre-retirement phase. Now, this phase kicks uh, off roughly a decade before you punch the time clock for the final time. Now, while financial services professionals generally urge you to begin to start saving for retirement as soon as you get your first paycheck, that money will typically be set aside and left alone to hopefully grow. However, once you roll into your 50s and your pre-retirement clock begins ticking, it's time to actively start mapping out your preferred retirement. Sure. So basically, that 50th birthday opens the door to that pre-retirement phase you're talking about, the first phase. So what are some of the things we should do in this phase, Cole? Ah, good question. Well, I think the best first tip in the pre-retirement phase is to simply define what your goals are and what you want your post-life, uh, your post-work lifestyle, I should say, to look like. Um, if you have a spouse or partner, make sure you sit down together to see where your goals line up and uh, how you can compromise on some areas where maybe your goals are are a little different. Um, now, I recognize that goal setting can seem a little simplistic, but sometimes it's the simplest things that we overlook uh, much to our potential detriment. Now, for example, you know most of us live in the Midwest, and, and if one of your goals is to retire someplace warm, you can begin determining the steps needed to reach the that goal many years ahead of time. In fact, the article highlights a recent survey that indicates one-third of Americans say they have no idea how much money they need to sock away to give them the best possible shot at their preferred retirement. Wow, okay, and that's alarm. <laughs> that's that's really an alarming number. I mean, getting ready for retirement without knowing how much you're going to have to save, that would seem impossible to me. Well, I'm right there with you on that one, Tony. And while saving is clearly very important, uh, saving alone isn't enough to graduate you from the pre-retirement phase. Now, your strategy should also include a way to create income after you've retired. And since you'll no longer be working, that income is likely to come from investments, social security, pensions, and annuities. Now, the importance of getting your financial strategy correct, especially as you nudge closer to retirement, it can be pretty scary. And that's why I'd strongly urge today's listeners to work with a financial services professional like Cole and myself if they aren't already. Right. And that's you work with a financial services professional. That's key. And that's phase one, that pre-retirement stage. What is phase two? Well, phase two is the early years of your retirement. Now, for a lot of folks, this phase tends to be the most expensive because your health and energy are both likely to be really good. And when you combine that with your general excitement at finally being retired, well, that means lots of travel and other adventures. But as we've noted over the years on our show, travel and adventures cost money. And if you aren't careful, that pot of saved money you worked so hard for can begin to dwindle faster than you may have anticipated. Ah, well, and don't go overboard, I guess, when you first hit retirement is what you're saying. Bingo. Uh, yeah, yeah. And people can do that. Although, although you know, you're going to spend more when you first retire uh, because that's when you're active. 
Uh, but people can go overboard. You know, they're going to run out and buy an RV and they haven't talked to their financial services professional about where that's at in the budget. So uh, <laughs> that makes sense to me. That's true. And many, many of uh, our clients find real satisfaction in taking a part time job after they retire. Now, I know you're saying working in retire, retirement isn't really retirement, but let me explain. If you've worked for 40 years, for 40 plus hours a week, there's a lot of time to fill after you retire. Some people find that part of retirement jarring. Now, that's where a part-time job may come in handy. You know, sure, the little extra money you bring in could help you fund some of those adventures, but it's more than that. It's getting out of your house and engaging with the world. And remember, you don't have to take any old job. You could work part-time at the local zoo or an uh, arts organization, for example. Well, true. You could. There's a lot of things you can do. People. Some people want to, you know, work part-time at, uh, you know, a nonprofit or a right. church, something like that. And, you know, you guys have talked on previous shows about working part-time early in retirement when you're still healthy and want to fill some time. And, uh, you know, that may help you also delay filing for Social Security, which could mean a larger monthly check once you do file, right? Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. Now, phase two is also a really good time to, you know, really consider your current living arrangements. Um, As the article notes, about 40 percent of retirees move after they stop working. Uh, Maybe it's time to downsize uh, or maybe you want your family to be closer to you. Uh, This is always a good point to consider some of those questions to see what your feelings are. Sure. Well, yeah, that's true. Downsizing and moving. uh, A lot of people do that when they first retire. Is there anything else you have for us before we take a quick break, Cole? Well, just another reminder for our listeners that, of course, they can schedule a complimentary consultation anytime on our website at retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbuska.com. There's no cost or obligation with that consultation, just a uh, second opinion on your current plan. And again, that's 715-355-4445 or retirewithbushka.com. All right. Thank you, Sue and Cole. And we'll be right back with more of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole after this. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Bushka Retirement Solutions at 715-355-4445 or visit retirewithbushka.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Financially Speaking. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our hosts, Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. And Sue and Cole, you guys have been talking a lot about the phases of retirement. And, you know, uh, people have different uh, images of what retirement's going to be like for them. Uh, you broke down the first two stages, which is pre-retirement and then the early years of retirement. So, and those are fun times planning for retirement, you know, dreaming about what you want your goals to be and what you're going to be doing. And then the early years actually, uh, you know, quitting that uh, day job and retiring. So what can you tell us about phase three? Well, that Kiplinger article I'd mentioned earlier, the four phases of retirement, it defines phase three as middle retirement, which it notes is often the least expensive phase. 
Now, phase three begins roughly 10 years into retirement, at which point you're likely traveling less and spending more time around home. Yet be aware that this is also the phase when healthcare expenses begin to tick up as you require more medical appointments and treatments. Now, many folks in retirement's third stage also find themselves with medical expenses like equipment and medically necessary upgrades to their homes. Yeah, I've I've seen my parents are in that stage, and um, they're they're probably on the back end of that stage, but. I've seen them have to do that. I mean, some of those additional medical services and equipment uh, come with a, a huge sticker shock. <laughs> they can yeah. be very, right. yeah, they can be very expensive, and a right. lot of them fall outside the scope of what's covered by Medicare. Right? That's exactly right, Tony. And many of our clients that we work with are surprised when we tell them everything that Medicare doesn't cover. But with that said, you can devise a retirement strategy that may help you manage some of the expenses that may emerge as you age. Uh, Long-term care insurance, for example, may be a good option for some folks out there. Well, yeah, and long-term care, uh, we're probably going to get into that in in the next phase. But uh, what else can you tell us about phase three, Sue? Well, building a legacy that you can leave behind for your loved ones is also a significant part of phase three. If you wrote a will when you and your kids were younger, the middle years of retirement may be a good time to revisit it and make any necessary changes. I mean, after all, it's likely that births, deaths, marriages, and sadly divorces may have shifted both your priorities and the needs of your loved ones. So don't wait until your health declines before taking on something as important as your legacy plan. Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about legacy planning on the show before, and you've you've both given us a, a lot of great information on that. I, I think uh, you guys can provide a lot of tools and advice that is going to make legacy planning a, a lot easier for our listeners out there, right? Well, thanks for bringing that up, Tony. Um, You know, our clients use the Generational Vault, which we describe as an ultra-secure online safety deposit box. Now, with our Generational Vault, you can store your will, your healthcare directives, power of attorneys, uh, life insurance documents, all of those really important uh, essential financial documents. They're all in one location for our clients. And because it utilizes some of the most stringent security protocols available, you can really rest easy knowing that your information is completely secure. Now, uh, with the Generational Vault, you can also upload family photos and other important family documents like birth records, family trees, genealogy, anything like that. And here's something that's really cool. You can also video yourself reading your will and sharing remembrances with your loved ones and families and and friends that you're leaving behind. Um, And that recording then lives right there in the Generational Vault. Wow. I think that's really cool. And you know, when you have things like powers of attorney and copies of wills and uh, lists of passwords, you want you want them kept somewhere safe, uh, but where, you know, if anything should happen to you or your spouse, it can be found. And that's a big part of legacy planning to make sure uh, you don't leave your loved ones in a bad situation. Uh, I, I would imagine that this tool, the Generational Vault, makes it easier for you guys, uh, Sue and Cole, to engage with your clients, right? Oh, it certainly does, Tony. With the Generational Vault, we can review a document or strategy anytime at a client's request. Even better, we have clients uh, who divide their time between locations, 
And with the Generational Vault, we can hold virtual appointments to review their documents and their strategies. Now, as is probably no surprise, these easy virtual appointments were particularly important during the worst months of COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, okay. So, yeah, well, COVID-19 uh, wreaked havoc on uh, a lot of things, and y- you needed to have everything in order. Uh, let's remind people, if they want to know more about this generational vault, they can contact your office, right? Oh, absolutely, Tony. They can call us anytime at 715-355-4445, or they can go online to retirewithbushka.com. All right. Well, let's move into stage four. Um uh, what's the fourth phase or stage of retirement? Well, the fourth phase is uh, your later years. And during this stage, it's very possible that healthcare will be your most significant expense. Now, the article references a fidelity study that notes that the average 65-year-old couple can anticipate spending in the ballpark of $300,000 on healthcare during the course of their retirement. And in most cases, the bulk of those expenses will pop up in their later years. Right. And that's that's a good point. And uh, this is the phase I'm most concerned about with the finances, because, you know, as we've talked about long term care, health care expenses. Um, so let's set down the imaginary soapbox for a moment. Uh, so uh, you can talk about uh, long term care and long term care insurance, Sue. Thanks, Tony. If you haven't already started researching long-term care insurance, I'd urge you to strongly begin doing so as soon as possible. Because don't forget that most folks purchase long-term care insurance in their mid-50s to mid-60s. And the longer you wait, the more expensive it could be. Now, long-term care insurance may help you and your money withstand the financial tidal wave that comes with things like nursing homes, assisted living, and home health care services. And again, you shouldn't plan to use Medicare for these types of services. Now, in some cases, Medicare may help modestly with some of those services, and in other cases, Medicare won't help at all. Yeah, that's that's the tough part. Uh, Medicare doesn't really cover long-term care, and that's a huge misconception. I used to assume that it did uh, before I started working with you, I think that's really important that people understand that and how important long-term care is. We're living longer. I heard a statistic that more than a third of people will need long-term care. It's more than one out of every three now. So, right. uh, and it's that's that number is growing. That stat's growing. So, obviously, you want to get on the horn and talk to a trusted financial services professional uh, like yourself, Sue and Cole. Our listeners can give you a call to discuss long-term care and how you can fit that into their overall plan. Now, Cole, there are other strategies that you can use besides just regular long-term care insurance to help pay for long-term care too, right? Um, oh yeah, absolutely. There's lots of options out there when it comes to um, you know putting together a strategy. So sure. it's always a good idea to work with a financial services professional to explore all of those possibilities before you make a final decision. Yeah. For sure. Well, let's take a quick break here. Um, And when we come back, we'll continue this discussion. Before the break, though, Cole, let our listeners know how they can set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Well, Tony, they can easily just pick up the phone and call our office at 715-355-4445, or they can visit retirewithbushka.com and click on that yellow book now button. 
All right. That sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. When you lose a spouse, you are faced with a whirlwind of emotions and decisions. Finances are the last thing on your mind. At Pushka Retirement Solutions, we focus on making life transitions easier. That is why we've put together a helpful guide that focuses on what women should do before they lose their spouse. Give us a call at 715-355-4445 or retirewithbushka.com to get your copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner, our hosts. And Sue and Cole, you guys have been really uh, giving us a lot to think about. We talked about the four phases of retirement. Um, uh, You broke those down, the pre-retirement years, the early years, the middle retirement, and the later years. And it's been an awesome show so far. Cole, what do you have for us in this final segment? Well, earlier in the show, we noted that while a part-time job after you're retired may be good for your wallet, it's likely just as valuable for your physical and emotional well-being as well. Um, Now, with that in mind, we're going to close today's episode by looking at uh, how more and more companies may be eager to hire mature workers. An AARP article entitled Six Ways to Find Companies That Are Hiring Retirees has some really helpful information. If you're retired and looking to work a couple days a week doing something that you'll enjoy, you may want to seek out a job uh, search or staffing firm. Uh, As you work with recruiters, don't be shy about asking them how open their company is to working with a variety of age groups. Uh, The level of enthusiasm that you hear in their response is going to tell you a lot. The article also notes that some firms like Manpower Group US are specifically targeting more mature workers to fill vital roles. So take your time, look around, and don't feel obligated to take an offer unless you're sure it's a good fit for your retirement lifestyle. Right. Good advice. And you said uh, more and more companies are becoming eager to hire mature workers. I heard that and I'm like, oh, you're looking for someone who's mature. (laughs) <laughs> and then I realized, oh, you just mean old. Oh, that's me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you yeah. fit the bill in one way. <laughs> Wait. I'm sub- Oh, you want somebody mature? Oh, that's not going to be. Oh, you just mean old. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Distinguished. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I do appreciate uh, when we talk about working uh, maybe a part-time job in retirement, you always emphasize people need to only take a job that they're going to enjoy, right? I mean, that's that's what retirement's all about. And a lot of people do enjoy working in retirement, but it's got to be something they're passionate about. Oh, absolutely. I mean, retirement is something you've earned, Tony. So I think that it's important to make decisions that are in your own best interest. Now, the next smart place to look for a part-time gig may be uh, may very well be your existing network. Uh, people in your network may be better positioned to give you solid leads that they know you'll like, particularly because they'll likely understand what you'd prefer in terms of workplace culture. So updating your LinkedIn profile may be one simple way to signal your network that you're open to part-time work. Uh, Just how important can your network be? Well, the AARP article quotes a professional career strategist who noted that half the uh, hires that she's seen recently haven't been through what she called first-degree connections, but rather second- and third-degree connections. Wow, really? That's, That's interesting. I guess the more people you know, the more people you know. 
right? <laughs> Absolutely. You nailed it there, Tony. Now, another good option may be to identify companies that have established retraining programs that are geared towards workers who have taken career breaks for whatever reason. Companies that offer these programs may already be signaling that they're eager to work with non-traditional candidates. Uh, the state of Utah, as well as uh, companies like Oracle, uh, Raytheon Technologies, General Motors, Johnson & Johnson, and Merck, all have retraining programs. Now, you can also check out irelaunch.com to view opportunities. Oh, wow. That sounds like a, a valuable resource right there. I, just the letter I, yep. relaunch.com. Uh, right. Listeners, check that out. Uh, that might be good if you're looking for work in retirement. And uh, you said the state of Utah. I don't know about that. I don't think I want to move to Utah and work for the state there, but uh, it's a possibility. And it is, though, encouraging to see more companies realizing that more mature workers, I think, can be a tremendous resource, obviously. It seems like that would be a win-win scenario. Absolutely. Now, the, uh, uh, next, the AARP article explains that AARP itself may be a great resource for retirees looking to dip their toe back into the work world. Uh, more than 1,000 companies have already signed uh, the AARP Employer Pledge, which declares those companies and organizations, uh, one, believe in equal opportunity for all workers, two, recognize the value of experienced workers, Three, recruit across age-diverse groups and consider applicants equally, regardless of age. And four, believe that workers age 50-plus should have a level playing field in competing for and uh, obtaining jobs. Now, the ARP also researches the companies on that list to make sure that they don't have previous class action lawsuits or other known issues involving age discrimination. Yeah, and those are things that are good to know if you're looking for work in retirement. But uh, what about going old school and checking out job ads? Uh, well, the article explains that for retirees, there are likely pluses and minuses to hitting traditional job sites like Indeed. Uh, the biggest disadvantage is that you're putting your resume up against the masses. Many jobs receive tremendous numbers of applicants that companies have to wade through, and that means that it's possible you may get lost in the shuffle. Now, on the plus side, though, traditional job sites may tell you a lot about the company's culture, particularly if you scratch under the surface a bit. Uh, be on the lookout for language that clearly states the company doesn't discriminate on the basis of age. Now, some companies are blunt about their hiring practices. The article points to a 2020 job posting from Relevant DB, a software company, that went viral because it stated, we hire old people. And young people, too. <laughs> now, on many job sites, you may be able to simply type the word retiree in the search tab to locate companies looking to hire retirees. Interesting. I, I had never thought of that. Well, I think this is great, but we're out of time for today's show. You gave us a lot of great information to think about today. Uh, Cole, do you have anything for us before we go? Well, Tony, just one final reminder for our listeners that when it comes to uh, determining all of these different types of things and trying to figure out whether or not you're on, on the right path for your ideal retirement, you don't have to do it alone. We've got tons of resources and tools that we can provide to help make this process easier for you. So just give us a call anytime to schedule a complimentary no obligation consultation. And you can do that by calling us at 715 355 44 45 or visiting retirewithbushka.com. All right. Thank you so much, Sue and Cole. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. 
Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC, and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.